are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to who? The always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. I know you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, at LockedOnDiamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. On today's pod, we are joined by Javi Reyes of the Locked On Padres. We talk a whole bunch about baseball, give you a theory I've been working on, on why I think baseball has been uh, a dying sport in today's landscape. We talk about why the regular season is just not as important as playoff baseball and whether stats have taken the lead over competition in baseball. We get into a whole bunch of things and more. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I'll read to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, here's that conversation between Javi, Reyes, and I. Do you want the DH in the National League in 2021? Because I'm all in on the DH. I hate seeing yeah. pitchers hit. I don't understand why people say it's more strategy. That just doesn't make any sense to me. So what were your feelings on the DH in 2020, and do you want it for next season? It's like, you know what's more strategy? Finding another bat that you think could help your lineup. You know how many of their how many bats there are out there that could play DH? All of them because it's DH. You don't have to field. So it's a lot more exciting. It prolongs careers, which is probably why Major League Baseball is being hesitant about it. There's probably some chicanery with the not wanting to pay guys and you know, lessening someone like Nelson Cruz's market. Uh it's just that's it's just ridiculous that that's even happening. Yeah. I think that it's so fun, it's a novelty thing. Like, yeah. Do I want to watch Blake Snell bat? Yeah, all right, let me watch that really quickly. And then you're like, oh, wait, yeah, he's just like everybody else. It's almost like these guys are really great pitchers and they can't hit. You know, it's like that's what you're here for, and it's fine. Let's embrace that. And by the way, this is one of my things I love bringing up. How many reports did you see of people being like, how many people did you actually genuinely see this year? Twitter, uh, I don't care, an athletic piece, whatever, of people being like, man, I miss the DH. Not a single person said that. It's similar to when people were complaining that the challenge rule is going to ruin baseball. How many people have been talking about the challenge rule in baseball? Nobody. These are like fake kind of issues, you know, that baseball keeps kind of throwing themselves back into with the DH. And I know they amended the challenge rule thing, obviously, but the DH thing makes no sense. And then instead they're like, oh yeah, let's uh, expand the playoff pool and make it that the regular season matters even less uh, than it already kind of does. Not not matters less, but it's even less uh, important to watch as a viewer and a consumer of baseball. It's like, oh, so you're telling me it doesn't make a difference if the Dodgers win 127 games? They'll still have a best of three series that anybody could theoretically win? Okay, great. Yeah, good job, baseball. Uh, that being said, I also I do like that they're thinking of keeping the 
the man on second and extra innings rule. I actually think that's pretty good. It's 160 games. Let's move it along. Yeah, I didn't mind that too much. And because mm-hmm. baseball, they just need to figure out a way to speed up their pace of play. Uh, everyone knows uh, baseball is just such a slow game. And it's really, in terms of time, it's not that long. It's actually shorter than an NFL game on average. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not the length of the game. It's really just the pace of it. And I've been working on my own little theories. I feel like it's – I tell me what you think about this. I feel like one of the reasons why people – don't like baseball as much is because there's no turnovers in the sport think about basketball you think about football mm. you can have chaos mm. at any moment because of a turnover and get the ball back interesting on yeah there's no you have to wait Ooh. you know yeah you know exactly when the offense is gonna Ooh. come up i could no, wait i like this theory yeah i could go a whole <laughs> game and just watch my batter sit i know when to turn on the tv know when to flip the channel because yeah I know when my lineup is going to hit and I know when I'm going to get those points. When my pitcher's on the mound, I'm never going to see my team score any runs. Mm-hmm. So I think turnovers is a big reason why we think the pace of play for baseball is so slow. What do you think about that? That's a really interesting theory. I'm, sh- I'm shocked I never thought of that before. That's It's interesting. I guess just to be devil's advocate, I guess you could say the counter to that would be that in baseball versus the other sports, one literally the very one play, i.e. a pitch, uh, could change everything you can score on one pitch maybe but even that being said even football like one pass could be maybe a touchdown but still yeah I mean that's interesting there isn't like that sudden like oh you know if someone makes a diving catch it's now the the batters get to go up for on that team you know so that's interesting I for one just think that it's really as simple as the season's too long mm-hmm. I really think that baseball's best case scenario would have been that the, either you start the playoffs in August or that's the last of the regular season games. You have to realize that that extra month, it's just so useless. I hate August, man. August sucks. <laughs> the like dog like days. the dog days of summer, man. I mean, no good movies come out. Usually there's like a couple that come out, but they're not really all that good. And then there's no new video games for some reason. Not a lot of cool TV shows. Uh, maybe TV's changing actually though, just because everything's streaming now and that Netflix just decides to drop like a, a queen's gambit type of thing and everyone's mm. talking about it all of a sudden so that's a little bit different it's not as quite what it used to be but in general the dog days of summer can be terrible and preseason football is a joke for me and i hate it i hate that they one year convinced me because i was so addicted to football to watch that preseason johnny manzel versus rg3 game they literally hyped it up like i don't know if you remember this they hyped it up like that and they're like rg3 johnny manzel and i was like i'm in let's do it yeah and it was like two series that both of them played and we learned nothing and then i'm watching first take in the morning analyzing each throw like it's the like like it's the pentagon papers or something you know what i mean like it was just like this is so ridiculous it's amazing how depraved that could be for football sometimes but yeah i think it's the season is too long just to wrap a a bow on it the season i think is too long that you're not gonna there's not as much of an incentive to be like tonight's diamondbacks padres game is the one you just can't miss i mean we're gonna play like four or five more times you know so it's is it that much of a can't miss or should you just check out the highlights in the box score so i think that's more of the issue but i do like that theory about the turnovers that's really good i like that man yeah and the quick side note i saw a report today johnny manzel agreed to join fan controlled football startup league i did see that too (laughs) yeah so we might see johnny football back on the field soon but yeah also what you just said about playing, you know, teams just play each other a ton throughout the season. So why, mm-hmm. you know, why such an emphasis on every game? Why would it be prime time? Well, also, let's just get more 
AL versus NL matchups. They tried to get more interleague matchups, you know, in the last few years. But yeah. still, I don't understand why we have to play our own divisions and our own conference so many times. I mean, you see it in basketball. And I guess in football, it's not like that. But they only play 16 games, of course. But in basketball, they're playing, you know, every team at least two to three times a year, four times a year. Baseball, why are we so stuck playing so many National League teams versus National League teams and vice versa? We should just have more variety more diversity maybe it's because it's more of a local sport and they just yeah. know maybe it won't do the numbers like they would expect but you never know and I'm all in favor of cutting cutting the season down as well I think last time we talked you weren't in favor of it in favor of shortening the season because of historical records and things like that so has your stance on that changed are you actually in favor of like it sounds like you want to you know maybe cut the season a little bit maybe go down to like 112 games would you be down with that now you'll hear Javi's response in just a second, but first, are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. I'm going to be betting on Packers versus Bears because if the Bears get in, or if the Bears win, they get into the playoffs. And if the Packers lose, they could lose out on that number one seed. So I'm going to be all in on this game. And don't sit out on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner on Twitter at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code Locked On for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to that conversation between Javi and I. Yeah, I actually think I feel like I've always been in favor of it. Not to say like you're misquoting me. Maybe I did say that. Heck, I don't. I don't know what I ate for breakfast this morning. But uh, yeah, I feel like I've just always felt like they need to. I mean, the unwritten rules thing obviously is another thing about the Padres this year that has to change. And I think honestly is changing. By the way, I think that I I really think that the best thing that happened to the Padres and for Fernando Tatis Jr. was the 3-0 incident. I think that that was great because I'm seeing people like, you know, Amina Kimes, a Bumani Jones, people who aren't traditionally people who are talking about baseball all the time, like commenting on this and this being a front store on every issue. So I thought that was great for people to be like, yeah, this is dumb. And we need to get rid of it. This weak nonsense in baseball. Oh, oh you hit the field. It's 3-0. Oh, but on 3-1, you can shut up. All right. I'm tired of this, this boomer. I don't, it's not even boomer, but it's just like this dumb romanticization of the Unwritten baseball rules. of the past. Where it's like, last time I checked, I've seen footage when guys are like, you know, with their hands in the air and people are storming the field. What, where's the unwritten rules of that? You're literally storming the field. Like, I just don't understand that part of it. The Rangers, they let a pop fly drop so that way Lance Lynn could get his 200 strikeouts, but they're hypocrites. It's just like, you know, just stop. I do think, though, I really, really do think that there was a little bit of a turning point uh, with the Tatis thing this year because unlike previous players, say uh, a Carlos Gomez, right? 
Carlos Gomez was famously like a really bullish kind of personality. I think on the field, I think he's still playing. I don't know if he retired. Um, and he would, you know, he'd be pumping his chest and it'd be a little bit, uh, it'd be a little arrogant. He's like yelling at people on the mat and stuff. Tatis, why I think it works here, even someone like Bryce Harper, the Hunter Strickland incident, where there are a lot of people who don't like Bryce Harper, you know what I mean? Uh, which uh, I, I sometimes get, but I think people are a little bit misplaced of why they don't like Bryce Harper. Um, good player, very good player. Uh, but for Tatis, 100% approval rating. You could not find a guy who was like, oh, I hate that Tatis dude. Like, nobody was like that. He's only been in the league for a full season's worth of games at this point. I mean, technically not even a full season's worth, but basically one season. He was half in his rookie year because he got hurt. And then this year, and then you had this year. A lot of people were like, oh, I love this upcoming dude, and he's so exciting, and he's, you know, running home plate from third on a sacrifice fly that goes to the second baseman, like stuff like that. Uh, And then for it to happen to him, I think was the key. I think the fact that, 100% 100% approval rating guy. It's like if, if someone messed with, say, James Harden in a game and they did something that was a little, eh, you know, they, they shoved him wrong and everyone agrees it was bad. You won't get the same defense versus if someone did that to like Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A guy who's really like just coming into the league and it's 100% approval rating. I think that's why it was such a great, not to like, <laughs> not to like break this down like it's a like you know I'm splitting the atom or anything like that but it's that's what I feel like has been the difference with the parties what was the original question by the way oh about the season length oh um, yeah I don't remember yeah. uh, I was just yeah. lost with the words I I honestly think that the adrenaline has just been making me go nuts these past few days I mean you can see me on the call right now for the <laughs> listeners I'm just I'm rocking my headband look again because my hair is just out of control it's just insane <laughs> like I just uh, one of my things before well when quarantine started was I was like I'm gonna keep my hair until we're we're like free again what a stupid <laughs> you get like, vaccinated I, <laughs> yeah before you get back when like everything starts calming down we can all like freely go out again for the most part like every other country is doing not to get political but yeah. uh you know that hasn't happened yet maybe I overestimated you know uh how quickly I thought we would be able to handle this and clearly we haven't fully yet right um so now I'm just keeping it this way at, at some point I need to just shave there's gonna come some person that I need to like see and like look presentable for uh at some point so I need to be prepared for that but otherwise man it's just um yeah season length I'm fully in favor of shortening it I think the sweet spot would be August I think you'd liven up that month a little bit at least having more people talking about it and playoff baseball is something that I think that works granted I think, and I'm talking a lot now, but let me just finish this last point. Um, You're all good. Um, I really think people like playoff baseball that don't even like baseball. I'm taking this, maybe this is a personal anecdote and sentiment, so there's a bias there. But I know like my friend who loves soccer and and likes football and loves the NBA and, you know, is like baseball's too math. He said, it's the white sport. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so all this stuff. And then he's like, hey, you know, he's in college and he's like, someone was watching the, I think the Cubs, I think the Cubs Indians World Series and the playoffs even this year were really exciting, I think, to a degree. And he's like, I'm watching all these people who like know what's going on and you know the stakes and you're like, wait, it like matters. This isn't like game one of 162. He was like, playoff baseball is good. I think the winning formula is playoff baseball to start. You're not going to compete in September. So let's start this a little bit sooner. Make it that we get double playoffs or not double playoffs, but we get football 
in September and then we get playoff baseball in September. I feel like it'd be really cool and would help baseball be a little bit more relevant anyway, because once football hits for the most part, people are not going to care about regular season games, man. So, uh, yeah, that's just my long lengthy take. Uh, man, I just can't stop talking. I don't know what no, to say, man. You're it's all been, good. It's been crazy. <laughs> and yeah, I think part of that too, just because competition ratchets it up, of course, when you get to the playoffs and mm-hmm. baseball all of a sudden has become a sport where competition has kind of taken a, a back seat. I mean, it's more about the stats and the numbers and the formulas in today's mm-hmm. sport than actually the product yeah. on the field. I mean, you've, you know, you've heard my rants probably about Mike <laughs> yeah. Trout. You're leading to Mike Trout. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You know, you, you know, Mike Trout, he's a stud baseball player, but Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that I just, was the last time we talked. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see some, you know, I want it to lead to something. I want, I want all these games want to a mean something. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. a moment. I want these things to mean something by the end of it. I want to look back at Mike Trout's career and be like, so, what did he do? What's his legacy? What What did he leave? Legacy part, yeah. Yeah, you put and up It's a not lot his of, fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. I think he's Dan Marino. That's my theory. I think he's going to be a Dan Marino for baseball. An all-timer. Some will argue like a top 10 player maybe ever. I've seen people say that. Uh, but he's going to be that guy that everyone remembers, especially like Dan Marino. For And it not being his fault either. The Dolphins did not build a good team around Dan Marino. And at least from everything that I read and stuff, I wasn't alive during then really. Uh, yeah. But for Mike Trout, I definitely was. And it's like they basically had that beginning with Hamilton and Pujols overpaid the crap out of both of them. I mean, Hamilton, I don't even think Hamilton had even one single moment. Pujols was like <laughs> a solid player for a little bit, but he wasn't even like a shade of himself for the most part with the Angels. And it just didn't turn out well, you know? And now they're... Yeah, the Rendon thing. Like, I, I do feel bad. And I think that that might end up being his legacy. But even still, that's still an all-timer player. <laughs> like, it's still an all-timer player. But I agree with you when you say this guy isn't a Jordan. Uh, yeah. Jordan also has, granted, great teammates and stuff that has part of it. But we just don't have the Mike Trout moment, and it sucks. And I think we both agreed. I thought Greg Bitch won the MVP last year. I don't – miss me with the stat nerds, all right? I know everyone's going to, like – not everyone. It's not like two, 20 million people are going to listen to the podcast, but <laughs> I know the stat nerds are like, you know, if you adjust for his inflated warrant, where I see close. I'm like, all right, it's not that big a jump. It's, I think he's better. I think he had a better season than Bregman. I've read the numbers, guys. Okay. I read Sports Illustrated fan graphs and baseball perspectives too. Congratulations. So do I. Uh, but it wasn't too much of a gap for me to be like, let's ignore the fact that Alex Bregman was more of a story, had more moments, and was on a team that definitely was more important than the Angels versus – or, yeah, more important than the Angels with with the Astros. So that's just me. Yeah, and Mike um, Trout's <laughs> like a Dan Marino. Marino got to the playoffs once and threw one touchdown pass because Mike Trout's been there <laughs> once as one playoff hit. So that it's a little bit different. At least Dan Marino has a little bit of a playoff resume. That's it for this edition of the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We'll probably have more of that continued conversation with Javi, Reyes, and I next week. Hope you guys are enjoying the new year. 2020 is finally over, and let's look ahead to 2021 and hope things get better and things are going on the up and up, but you got to stay positive to do that. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy, everyone. Deuces!